Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yes, it sure is. We are coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Not sure what the heck we're going to talk about today. Oh, yeah, some goings-on at the Supreme Court that can best be summated by Shannon Bream, who broke the news right here on the Fox News channel just about an hour and a half ago. Let's open right up on clip number one. The the summary of the decision, it says that Roe and Casey are overruled. And the voting uh, that we thought was together, it looks like it has stayed together. Justice Alito has authored the opinion. He is joined by Justices Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Thomas, and Barrett. There are a couple of concurrences. The one that we're most interested in is going to be the one by the Chief Justice. And we'll see what he had to write, because we've thought all along he would not be a vote to overturn Roe. Um, but that he would be somebody who might want to try to find some middle ground. That Mississippi law, which bans most abortions after 15 weeks, um, that he would essentially probably uphold that but not want to go that extra step uh, for Roe. Um, and the court essentially says today that Roe and Casey are gone. And a big round of applause for the Supreme Court for standing firm in the face of mob intimidation, protests outside their houses, attempted murders, people holding bloody babies, dolls outside the school where conservative justice Amy Coney Barrett's kids attend. What the hell is the world coming to? Abortion might be the most you know divisive political issue in this country. So as a show that kind of prides itself on being an adult in the room, even if there's really nothing adult about me, I'm a hot mess on days like today. It's our ability to have an honest, you know, rational, objective conversation and share our views without fear of retribution or cancellation or I hate you. Today is a very much a day to host a talk show. It's a day to contribute to a talk show. So if you want to chime in, 888-788-9910. 888-788-9910. The rule's always the same, but today more than ever, you could be a Republican, you could be a Democrat, just don't be a... That is all. Katie Pavlich going to join us in this hour to weigh in on the SCOTUS ruling. We're also going to hear from Molly Hemingway. And, of course, Carrie Severino will join us from Judicial Watch as well. But if you're just tuning in, the top headline of the day and a historic day at that, the Supreme Court has struck down Roe versus Wade. Unfortunately, it is going to return to the states, which means blue states are still going to have abortion in some capacity. And I want to start there with the facts of the case. Okay, Roe being overturned does not criminalize abortion. It doesn't ban abortion. Okay, what it does is return a federal decision to each of the individual 50 states. So when Democrats are saying things like, oh, they just took away a woman's right to choose. How dare you know? Democrats are so full of crap, completely full of crap. Every state is going to have a voice in this debate. And the truth is you're going to see abortion in blue states. I mean, that's the one silver lining to the whole thing is if liberals have to start driving across state lines to get abortions. Maybe Biden will actually do something about gas prices. I admire your honesty. Maybe. You never know. Okay, but the God's honest truth is, okay, based on what we know of the science from 1973 till now, as human rights abuses go, abortion was this generation's slavery. It really was. 
because we know so much more now about the viability of a fetus, about what a baby experiences at which point in the pregnancy. And anything beyond 15 weeks is infanticide. And this idea that we're going to return this to a state-by-state decision does mean most states will restrict abortion to below 15 weeks. Some states will ban it entirely. And I understand people, oh, how dare you? But listen, you can still go to another state. Okay, you're getting away with murder based on what we know from the science. Pay a few tolls and shut up. That would be my advice. But again, on a day where I'm not trying to be divisive, I'm just trying to be honest with you. You know, I think the biggest challenge we face today is they're promising a night of rage in Washington. I'm going to burn it down. And they're telling you, we're going to pack the court. You have to pack the court, okay? If abortion is so popular, you're not being denied your voice. People are going to vote on it. And if it's as popular as the Democrats say it is, then they're going to get their way anyway. But they don't want people to vote on it. They had their way. Their way was, okay, abortion on demand when they want it. State subsidized, taxpayer funded, okay? Whether you agree with it or not, whether your religion supports this or not. The people telling you this is the death of democracy were denying you a voice in this conversation. Now you've got a voice. I think it's kind of awesome. I really do. If you look at the polling throughout the country, the polling shows that Americans are in favor of strict limitations to abortion. Okay, the country as a whole does not does not support a ban on abortion. I'm just telling you that for the pro-lifers in the audience. But they do support a very strict limit. Okay, if this baby can live outside the mom, uh uh-uh, can't do it. Sadly, there are going to be blue states like Colorado that are going to let you abort a third grader just because this is a culture war to them. The babies don't matter. But that's the frustration I have as a parent is every time somebody tells you, oh, my body, my choice. Never mind that they were willing to make you get a vaccine in your body, whether it was your choice or not. So there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. But the bigger argument is your body, your choice. Fine. But what about the other body? The other bodies never had a choice. Okay, the fact remains is if every state in the country were to criminalize and ban abortion, which is not going to happen, you'd still be able to choose not to have sex. You'd still be able to choose to wear a condom. You'd still be able to choose to use birth control. And if, in fact, you wound up getting pregnant anyway, you'd still be able to choose to let the innocent baby live instead of making it pay for your mistakes by aborting it. You could put the baby up for adoption. You could choose to keep it yourself. Okay, the complicated conversation that surrounds rape and incest, I completely understand. As pro-life as I might be, as pro-life as a lot of listeners are, I don't know how you'd feel being asked to carry a baby uh, that was the result of rape or incest. I know plenty of people have done it. I don't know that that's something I would ask anybody to do. And it's very complicated. There's a lot more nuance to this, and sadly, our politics— has gotten so hyper-partisan and just disgusting that if you're on the left, you're portraying this as an attack on women. Women are going to die. You know, we've got a list of tweets we're going to read you, calling it racist and misogynist. It's not racist to repeal abortion, okay? It's kind of racist to have it. 63 million babies have been aborted. Do you know what the vast, vast, vast majority of them are? Minorities. Do you know Margaret Sanger, the patron saint of Planned Parenthood, who's quietly had her name scrubbed off of most of their publications, openly declared that she wanted abortion in low-income communities as a means of controlling the black population? That's who started abortion. And then this was turned into a trendy, well, a woman and, you know, workforce participation, equality. We're not going to be in the workforce if we got to pay for a babysitter. So let's just kill them. Come on, girls. I mean, dude. 
There's a real life involved. And that's where I would start. I would say that I am uh, I'm a just a much just a much better man, a better human being because I had a child. I know it doesn't work that way for every man who has a child. There's plenty of awful fathers out there. If you don't believe me, you've never been to a strip club. But, you know, for me, having someone else to live my life for forced me to a level of self-application, forced me to a level of self-accountability that has me where I am right now. When Lincoln was born, I didn't have a bank account, dude. I had a Nike shoebox, okay? And I was looking at this MacBook Air that came out of the packing peanuts that was brand new, that had never downloaded a single solitary file. And I realized I was so responsible for how it turned out in life, you know, whether it was educated, whether it was empathetic, whether it was responsible, whether it was kept safe and felt cared about, whether it was provided for, whether it was prioritized over my own personal needs. I promise you there is no version of this show. There's no version of me, the media figure, you know, small time player here at Fox News. It's not happening. It's I'd be going to casinos. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be running to the casinos after low-rent comedy gigs and shacking up with cocktail waitresses. Oh, yes. I've read about that in the Bible. So for me personally, having that life to serve as a compass, as a North Star, really did make me a better person. But regardless of the impact it had on me, we have to, we have to in this moment acknowledge the impact had on these babies. Everything you hear. Everything, oh, it's racist. What do you mean? You're killing black babies the most by having abortion. You can't tell me banning abortion or limiting abortion is racist towards black people. It's going to let more black people live. Oh, it's sexist. Oh, the way, what about all the women that are being aborted? I mean, it's crazy. And that's the biggest frustration I have is we're going to get into a conversation today with three women who are as educated and articulate on this issue and every issue as you can imagine. And I know technically I should have a male guest on because men can get pregnant now, too, in this day and age, according to the according to the Democratic Party. They're crazy. So we will have my son Lincoln on at the end of the show today. You will hear from Lincoln Fallow uh, because today is very much celebration of life, man. Listen, the link man made me a better person. I'm so, 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 so lucky to be a dad. And I understand that everybody wants to be a dad. I understand that every woman wants to get pregnant. I understand there's a lot more nuance to this conversation than the one we're allowing for, you know, in our political sphere. But based on what we know on the science, okay, abortion, and I do mean this, it is a human rights abuse beyond all hell, okay, that we've been doing these things to babies at an age, at a state where they can feel pain. It's no different than doing it to a 35-year-old or a 68-year-old. It's no different. Do you understand? What we knew to be science in 1973 and what we know now, in 1973, we had a rotary phone. Okay? Think about that. We didn't even have wireless phones. We didn't even have corded phones. We just had rotaries. It's 2022. The only person who still has a rotary phone is Joe Biden. Come on, man. But seriously, think of how far technology has evolved since 1973. Science has evolved exponentially further. Okay, way more further down the road. We know so much more about what the fetus experiences. We know so much more about what that baby's going through in terms of pain. And the barbaric practice of infanticide that has been legalized throughout most of the country, it really is like a grotesque stain on our country. 
You know, and it's no surprise that the party behind it are the Democrats, the same ones who were behind slavery. Okay, these are human rights abusers. If it means their convenience, their convenience is always going to be more you know, important than your prosperity. You know, and I can make that example dating back to the summer of 2020, where white Democrats with security details wanted to defund the police because they still had guns surrounding them. They still had walls around their homes, even though they didn't want you building the wall for your border. They had a wall at their house. They don't want you carrying a gun, even though they have armed people supporting them. Okay, but their convenience, they wanted to win an election. So they went out and told you that the cops were racist, that we needed to get rid of the cops because they cared about the black community who suffered because we defunded police department budgets. The black community. That's what goes on again and again and again. So today's a day to just have an honest discussion. Okay, it sounds like I'm scapegoating Democrats a little bit, and I really don't mean to be. This is not the FU show. It's really not. It's a place where we can have a good, decent conversation. And the priority for me is a guy who has held a newborn baby, uh, okay, is those babies. And the fact that 63 million babies were aborted uh, and we're going to, regardless of how this shakes out now, abort a lot less of them should be a win for every de- decent piece person li- listening. And understand, if you got an abortion, it doesn't make you a bad person. I'm not here to judge you. We're all running into different sets of circumstances. Okay, we're all, you know, the people engaging in these activities are doing so oftentimes with a lot less knowledge of what they're doing than we actually have at our disposal now. So my goal, if we're going to get through these three hours in one piece, uh, is that, you know, we have an honest conversation. I got a lot of sound Joe Biden just announced a few minutes ago that he's going to speak at 1235. I don't remember that ever happening. Well, even if he remembers, even if the guy writing his cheat sheet gets him out there to speak, it probably knowing Biden will be about 1258 because they're never on time. But the bottom line today is, yes, we want to prioritize objectivity. We want to bargain with each other in good faith. But for me, okay, you can tell me about women's rights, you know, can tell me about the Supreme Court and. Sending it back to the states, the only right, okay, the only thing I can prioritize when it comes to this issue, having held a newborn baby in my hands uh, and seen the profound impact it had on just the betterment of my character, is I think my focus today, yours can be whatever you want, it's an audio safe space, my focus is the babies, Uh, it's the unborn, it's those that need to be protected. Because today is a reminder now more than ever that they are the most precious resource we have. And it's about time we started prioritizing them instead of someone's career ambitions or political whims. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. Don't go anywhere. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We'll be right back. All right. This one's for the fellas who want to tap the brakes on the aging process. How do you do that, Jimbo? We're talking about Nugenics Total T. Okay, every day that passes by is a day that you lose testosterone, which means less muscle, less energy, less get up and go in the bedroom. That doesn't sound any fun. But are you really ready to lose your shape, your muscle, maybe even in your energy? You don't have to. Okay, you can slow it down with Nugenics Total T. Nugenics Total T, it'll boost free and total testosterone, and it'll help you get the old fire back at work, in the gym, in the bedroom. How about it? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster has Testafin, which will boost your testosterone. You know, the man hormone. How about more of that? You can try Nugenics Total T before you buy. There's nothing to lose, everything to gain. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword jimmy text now you'll get a bottle of nugenics thermo x the newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help 
you lose fat fast and get lean fast. It is absolutely free. Your complimentary sample available to you if you text 231-231 and enter keyword Jimmy. It's 231-231 and you enter the keyword Jimmy. Texting enrolls you in a recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Reading two lines from the the opinion here, quote, there is nothing in the Constitution about abortion and the Constitution does not implicitly protect the right. Here's another line. It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. It's a great day for life. It's a great day for the Constitution. Roe versus Wade overturned by the Supreme Court. Uh, I got to tell you, man, if you thought liberals hated Donald Trump before this, Oh, my goodness gracious. Donald Trump is now the most pro-life president in the history of this country. And, I mean, nothing infuriates liberals more than, number one, him having that success. But, number two, there's probably a little irony here because if I had to guess, he might have had an abortion or two along the way. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm just – I don't know. I mean, the guy did a lot of catting around in the 80s and 90s. I don't have an answer there. But I can tell you they're ready to set this country on fire. The, 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 the side of peace and tolerance is getting ready to kill anybody who doesn't agree with them. And again, based on a lie, we did not take a right. All right, listen, Roe versus Wade was something Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Remember her patron saying to the left, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was pretty open about the fact that it was written on really precarious legal ground. It was a garbage ruling. And everybody telling you, oh, men should be staying out of women's health care choices. Well, Roe versus Wade was passed by nine male judges. Oh, wow. But again and again and again, we know so much more now about the science. There's no way I can be on board with the presently constituted state of abortion in this country. Everybody's going to have a voice in the huddle. OK, but the lie being told, OK, is that, you know, the court's taking away rights. Listen to Chuck Todd, this jackass clip 10. It's the first time in my lifetime that I can think of where a Supreme Court took away a right. Supreme Courts, I can't think of another court in the last hundred years that has done this. A right that was there taken away. You know, we're used to the Supreme Court granting rights, same-sex marriage, you know, sort of um, reinterpreting things. This is a specific right being taken away from slightly more than half the population. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know why he should be ashamed of himself? Because he's lying to you. The right isn't being taken away. They did not just ban or criminalize abortion. Roe versus Wade wasn't about whether or not abortion was good or bad. It's about whether or not states have the individual right to decide the laws that govern their land. Each individual state now has a choice to make. Every woman will have a voice in this vote. Every male, every they, every them, okay, are all going to vote. When you, when you posit the argument on false pretenses, you get the carnage we're about to witness. People promising a night of rage, attacking pro-life centers. Because I say this all the time, emotions are stupid. Okay, when you're acting from a place of emotion, it's denying you the self-awareness to think, maybe question your actions, maybe ask if you're the wrong one. If you're rioting tonight because they took away your right to abortion, you're an idiot because your right still exists on a state-by-state basis. That's true. That is true.
It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Your president, Joe Biden, is supposed to speak at 1230. Apparently, he's running a little late. The guy working on his cheat sheet can't find where he put his notes. I don't know. Joining us now to discuss this and so much more. She is the news editor for townhall.com, Fox News contributor, someone who never uses a cheat sheet. Katie Pavlich is here. Hey, girl. <laughs> never take notes, T- ever. <laughs> take your seat, Katie. Take your seat. It's so crazy. Yeah, I love that. Like, enter into this room. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ask one question. No other questions. Okay. That, that, that's my favorite thing about it is the White House defended that by saying, well, you know, it's common for presidents to have notes like this. But are you going to tell me every president would have remained standing for every one of their meetings if they weren't told to sit down? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> only Joe Biden. Like, where am I going? Oh, my goodness like, gracious. Stand, sit, leave. Well, well you know, at least the... he didn't fall down. <laughs> at least he stayed upright. Where was the note guy when he yeah. was riding his bike, right? Where was the note exactly. card when they told him to put his feet on the ground? Well, of course, Joe exactly. Biden, uh, the good news is uh, his cheat sheet, not the headline. As you know, we get this historic overturning of Roe versus Wade, which is a win for life, which is off the bat. I just I want, I want to ask you about this, okay? You know, the science on Roe has evolved so much that, you know, what we now what we know now versus what we knew in 1973 in terms of human rights abuses. This is kind of like our generation's slavery in terms of how it's going to be judged in history for the barbaric nature. No, Uh, you would think just Mm -hmm. given, like you said, you know, the science that we've seen over the course of the last 50 years. I mean, I don't have children, but I have lots of friends and family who have children and they get. 3D ultrasounds of their babies at, you know, five weeks, 10 weeks, you can Mm. see everything. It's the only difference is it's a person. It's just inside of uh, another person's body. And um, so I do think that people will look back on that if if history is recorded properly, as Mm. we know, the left is very good at not being honest about these things, but it's a victory for for two things. Obviously the life issue Mm -hmm. um, and activists who have been working for 50 years to to get to this point um, are celebrating today, even though they have, more work to do, which we'll get to in a minute. But the other issue is that this is a victory for the rule of law for the Constitution. Mm. Uh, You won't hear much about it, but there are a number of progressive leftist law professors, including people at Yale, who believe that Roe is bad law. Mm. And if you truly believe, you know, that the, the Supreme Court should follow the Constitution, then you agree with the ruling that abortion law should be sent back to the states, and it's not something that is in the Constitution. So I think there's two issues at play here uh, with what happened today. Mm -hmm. Well, I agree. We're talking to Katie Pavlich, if you're just joining us. And the reason I was bringing up like what we know scientifically is because when you look at the polling on limits to abortion, you know, there's a real big disparity between how the media frames the issue and what polling tells us. Most people actually do favor severe limits, you know, on abortion. They beyond 15 weeks almost, you know, nobody wants this. But we're being told it's the other way around. And that's, I think, why this is such an inflammatory issue is it's being framed on a premise that's not true. Yeah. And, you know, the left has been very good in Democrats. Um, because there are political implications here for them in terms of money and Planned Parenthood, of course, gets $500 million a year in taxpayer funding. Uh, This is going to be bad for their bottom line as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, the science on this shows people what's going on. Mm -hmm. And the narrative is that the left or that the right is are the extremists on abortion because they want some restrictions. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but the left has gone from being, you know, abortion in the 90s being safe, legal, and rare mm. to abortion on demand at any time, at any place. Yeah. And every single Democrat who ran for president last time around, uh, and this is happening now in these Senate races that we're seeing leading up to the midterm elections, none of them will give you any answer on any kind of restrictions for abortion. They won't say. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm pro-choice, but I think 15 weeks is the limit, or I think you know 20 weeks, which is very late, is 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 the limit. They just say, well, it's up to the woman to make that decision. So they don't want any kind of restriction mm-hmm. on abortion, which is at odds with the way that people think about this. They've also been very good over the past, you know, over the past mm-hmm. months when we've been waiting for this final opinion after the draft opinion was leaked. Mm-hmm. They've basically been saying, every, you know, abortion will be banned nationally. Women will be arrested. Yeah. This doesn't ban abortion. Yeah. This simply puts it back to the states. And when I mentioned that pro-life activists still have work to do, now pro-life and pro-choice activists will take the fight that they've been having over the past 50 years on this issue to their state legislatures, and it will continue. Uh, and so it's not over. Yeah. Um, and it will just mean that there are different standards for different states, and there will be extreme laws in places like New York and California where you can have an abortion up to the day of birth mm-hmm. or beyond. You know, you've heard about infanticide being okay from a number of these Democrats in these states. Um, and you'll see places like Mississippi have a 15 week ban, and places like Alabama have a full ban. Um, so it will just be a diversification of abortion law throughout the country. You know, it's it's fascinating because I have this theory. I don't know if it's going to hold up, but I, I have to run it by you. You're like my smartest friend. Um, <laughs> I mean, don't brag about that. Smartest and most fashionable. You know, well, I was going to get into that at one point. I, I wasn't sure if I should open on a boot, boot <laughs> reference on Abortion Friday. You know, I got to you know, you got to make choices. Yeah, fair enough. Editorial decisions, Katie Pavlich. Um, <laughs> but what do you think of my theory that if some Democrats do have to travel across state lines for abortions, will their party start to do something about gas prices? or no oh that's a good point yeah i'm not sure uh, that maybe they'll actually pay attention to that <laughs> they're gonna tell they're them like, oh, actually never mind these gas prices are killing us it's so funny i know but there's gonna be there's gonna be a jennifer granholm tweet in a little while like this abortion ruling uh proves the need to move to green energy as quickly as possible that's gonna be something or, or it proves up. that we need to drill baby drill <laughs> drill baby drill oh goodness gracious <laughs> talking to the great katie pavlich but it is it's like the one thing i keep coming back to is it's such it's just the framing is so dishonest. They're not banning contraception. And again, mm-hmm. something you alluded to. It's not the death of democracy. It's actually the beginning of democracy. No. It's, exactly. It's 50 different democratic processes now. Mm-hmm. But they're just telling them, no, they took it away. The men, the patriarchy. Cory Bush tweeted it was racist, classist and misogynist. I'll start with racist. Racism is what abortion was essentially founded in. If you go through Margaret Sanger mm-hmm. and her deeds. Oh, no, yes. And no one talks yes. about oh. that. Oh, yeah. Abortion is the and it, it, there are there are stories now out there about how Planned Parenthood is grappling with the racist roots of their organization. It's like, mm-hmm. OK, just because you don't have her you know, name listed on your website anymore doesn't mean that her mission isn't ongoing every single day as you guys plant clinics in uh, communities of color for the purpose of eradicating them from modern society, which is exactly what Margaret Sanger's entire idea was that abortion was necessary. She founded Planned Parenthood to get rid of the unclean parts of society, according to her. It's despicable and disgusting. And, um, you know, you've heard this argument from Democrats in the lead up to the decision today that minority and poor women need abortions um, because they don't have any other way to, you know, to to, to not be victimized that way. And it's like, well, 
you know, I think that you guys have forced this issue on them as an, an only choice for decades um, yep. when, you know, it hasn't been an issue that's been, is forced on other kinds of white women, for example, and it's mm-hmm. been detrimental to, to their communities. 100%. I mean, you think of a guy like Tim Scott who was, you know, mm-hmm. having that moment. Okay, where he's actually talking to Janet Yellen and she's explaining how, you know, abortion is so good for workforce participation. A guy like, I mean, in the Democratic (laughs) worldview, Tim Scott is never born. First black American to serve in both houses of Congress. The only blemish on Tim Scott's record is that he considers Rocky three to be the best Rocky. But if you can get past that, (laughs) Katie, he's like as good of an American story as we have to tell. And he wouldn't be born like if he if, you know, we adhere to what they want, you know. Um, well, he's a Republican, so they definitely did not want him to be born. No, that's for just, sure. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah. Will you be participating in a night of rage tonight before I let you go? I will not. You know what? I'm so tired of these nights of rage. Yeah. It's like it's not even really about abortion at this point. It's like they need to just, you know, throw the Molotov cocktails right before <laughs> the election like they do every time, right? Yep. Like in the lead up to the election, they always have to – burn some stuff down. Um, and Merrick Garland, of course, was happy with releasing a statement today about the ruling saying, you know, they're going to do everything they can to protect women's ability to cross state lines. It's like, dude, why don't you focus on people throwing like the Molotovs yeah. for just a sec? Yeah. The, you know? pro- the pro-life centers getting attacked, the yeah, SCOTUS just, justices, you know, the churches, maybe you should defend that first and work on that first. Okay. Seriously, when, when, when things get people emotional, it really does like deny them self-awareness. Like imagine you're yeah. on the side that has people, cov- you know, standing with blood-covered fetuses outside the oh. children's school of a Supreme Court justice and thinking you're the good guy, you know? And that's the part that is just so psychotic, Katie Pavlich. And, um, again, we, you know, we've had this discussion in the past. I did not sign up to be one of the adults in the room. Like, you're perfectly capable. I just got, like, thrust into this mission, like a Kurt Russell action movie where the guy was just, like, a, a dock worker, and he's like, oh, I'm in charge of the world? This is crazy. Well, I guess this will be fun. And that's... And that's what it is. It's not quite die hard. Mine is like eat hard. You know what I mean? So I'm a little bit of a chub these days, but that's fine. I'll I'll play. (laughs) I will play the Bruce Willis role if that's what's required. Uh, Katie Pavlich, the best dressed woman in all of cable news. Uh, Oh, thank you. There it is. Uh, We had to get in one reference before we went. It's part of our terms of our contract, but you're the coolest. We got into the whole whole episode or the whole segment. I'm (laughs) very excited. Yeah, we hit our quota. We're good. We would have got a talking to by our fans if it didn't come up at least once. So there she goes. (laughs) These Sergeant at Arms in the Fashion Mafia, the great Katie Pavlich. Thanks. Uh, your president, Joe Biden. Remember that guy, the guy with the cheat sheet? Biden's lost his marbles. Well, apparently he's found a few of them. They just trotted him out to the White House podium. Can we go there now live? Maternal mortality will climb in America. That's what they say. Today, I'm directing the Department of Health and Human Services to take steps to ensure these critical medications are available to the fullest extent possible. And the politicians cannot interfere in the decisions that should be made between a woman and her doctor. And my administration will remain vigilant as the implications of this decision play out. I've warned about how this decision risks the broader right to privacy for everyone. That's because Roe recognized the fundamental right to privacy that has served as a basis for so many more rights that have come to take, we've come to take for granted, that are ingrained in the fabric of this country. The right to make the best decisions for your health. 
the right to use birth control, a married couple in the privacy of their bedroom, for God's sake. They can still do that. The right to marry the person you love. Mm, can still do it. Justice Thomas said as much today. He explicitly called to reconsider the right of marriage equality. No, he didn't. The right of couples to make their choices on contraception. You're not telling me the truth. This extreme and dangerous path the court is now taking us on. Let me close with two points. Oh, boy. First, I call on everyone, no matter how deeply they care about this decision, to keep all protests peaceful. Oh, there's a start. Peaceful. peaceful Holy peaceful. heck. No intimidation. Violence is never acceptable. Mm. Threats and, tim- and intimidation are not speech. That must have been jammed in the prompter during the summer of 2020. Form, oh, man. Regardless of your rationale. Second, I know so many of us are frustrated and disillusioned that the court has taken something away that's so fundamental. That is a lie. So many women are now going to face incredibly difficult situations. I hear you. Mm. I support you. I stand with you. The consequences and the consensus of the American people, core principles of equality, liberty, dignity, and the stability of the rule of law demand that Roe should not have been overturned. He's With this decision, the conservative majority of the Supreme Court shows how extreme it is, how far removed they are from the majority of this country. He is lying his face off. They've made the United States an outlier among developed nations in the world. No, he's lying again! This decision must not be the final word. My administration will use all of its appropriate lawful powers Congress must act. And with your vote, you can act. You can have the final So there word. it is, the midterms. Come on, this guys. It's not over. Thank you very much. More to say this in weeks to come. Thank you. Any questions? Any questions? Will he take any questions? Uh-uh, nothing. Oh, man, what a clown! <laughs> and away he goes. Brave Sir Robin. Do you remember Monty Python and the Holy Grail? He is brave Sir Robin, brave... And the guy runs away. That's Biden. Brave Sir Robinette. Joseph Robinette Biden, your president, just got out there and gaslit the country on abortion and the extreme Supreme Court. Let me give you two fun facts. The United States abortion laws, in terms of how far into the term of pregnancy we're willing to allow an abortion, puts us on par with China and North Korea, the two biggest human rights abusers in the world. With all due respect to Saudi Arabia, where Joe Biden is heading this weekend, don't get me wrong, they're on the medal podium, they're top three. But China and North Korea are one and two, perennial gold and silver every year. Remember when the NFC Championship game was always the Cowboys or the 49ers in the mid to late 90s? That is the, you know, or the early 90s anyway. That is China and North Korea when it comes to human rights abuses. They're always going to be in the NFC Championship game. One of them's going to the Super Bowl. Okay, our abortion laws are on par with China's and North Korea's in terms of how far into the pregnancy we're willing to allow an abortion. So when he says the United States is an outlier in the world with this ruling, no, 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 no. The United States was an outlier in the world.
before we started imposing what I hope to be limits on abortion. And again, he's lying when he says it's going away, when the court shows how radical it is. Yo, that's a lie. All Roe versus Wade did was give the feds total say over abortion and give the voters no say. That's what Roe versus Wade did. It federalized the laws on abortion. If you're listening to the show, you want an honest conversation. I'll get to the phones right after this. Okay. The God's honest truth is what needs to be discussed. Every single state is going to have a right now to weigh in on what the limits to abortion should be. And anybody telling you otherwise, like Joe Biden, I mean, man. You're a bald-faced liar. A liar. The show that sees through the bullet. My response is right, you know, and the stripper really likes you. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. 888-788-9910. Going to get to your calls in the next hour. Really quick, I want to get Jen in. Uh, she is batting leadoff in St. Augustine, Florida. She might be the only Jen talking to me these days. Hey, Jen. <laughs> how are you? Hey. Hey, good. How are you? Good. I actually have two good Jens in my life. Jenny Fallon, she likes me this week. You know, you're married like oh. 16 years. It's hot and cold. It's like the Weather Channel. <laughs> but we're running great. Um, so you saw the SCOTUS decision. What's the mood down in St. Augustine? Um, you know, largely conservative, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, an issue that's pretty important to me. I just had our first okay. son uh, last year. Oh, wow. Congrats. And um, thanks. Um, I, I just I called in because mostly I'm just kind of I'm sick of the liberal narrative that, mm-hmm. you know, this is an attack on women's rights and nothing else. Yeah. Um, in fact, I went back and looked at our 12 week ultrasound from last year. And I mean, our son is clearly a human being. He's got arms, legs, a spine, yep. a clear heartbeat yep. rolling around in there. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just a collection of cells. Yep. Um, and following their same flawed logic, um, as I was telling your your uh, greener, um, they can't, you know, I feel like they're also undermining uh, the significance of having a miscarriage because yep. they're basically saying, oh, it's just a collection of cells. What's there to be sad about? Jen, no, you, um, you are. I'm just cutting you off because we're going to a commercial break. You're almost yeah. too, you're almost too smart for this show, girlfriend. But thank you. <laughs> Brilliant points. We'll do it again. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. There's no point in saying good morning, because it certainly is not one. This morning, the radical Supreme Court is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act uh, to overcome this extremism extremism and protect the American people. Today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their own reproductive health decisions. Nancy Pelosi is a total dingbat. Yes, if you're just joining us, the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. And the nice thing is everybody's being completely and totally rational about it. Man, what a race to the bottom. But we will do our part to hold the country together in this hour at 888-788-9910. It is a mess. Uh, The left promising a night of rage in Washington, D.C. tonight. Although, to his credit, Joe Biden did condemn violence when he spoke at the White House a short while ago. I don't remember that ever happening. But it did. Whoever filled up the teleprompter instructed the president for once 
to actually discourage violent protests from the left. That doesn't mean they're going to listen to them. Uh, no one's listening to them, according to the polls right now. Uh, but we are going to listen to you in this hour. 888-788-9910. Batting leadoff in the great state of Hawaii. Angela is on the line in Oahu. Hey, girl. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, hey, hey. Did you uh, did you watch any of that crazy Biden speech? Oh, my gosh. No, I'm listening to it on your show. And thanks oh. for the play-by-play okay. commentary. Okay. So um, I just think it's hilarious that they keep letting him talk because um, when me and my husband were watching TV when Trump was president, you know, how many times would he just get cut off by the news mm-hmm. because they're saying he's saying the wrong thing? And me and my husband would just laugh, you know, mm-hmm. because Trump, like, he never listens to his people, you know. He yeah. just says what he wants, right? Yep. It's hilarious. But this president, they keep letting him talk, and they really need to let him stop. Because then he wouldn't say that jumble mumbo stuff that he does. <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's a oh, mess. and I just had a good laugh hearing uh, Nancy Pelosi. Good morning. Well, it's not a good morning. Like, okay. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because when she said that, I thought she was talking about her husband being charged with DUI last night. You know, uh, you would think with all the insider trading they've done that they could afford an Uber, but I guess not. I mean, that's crazy. But I mean, Angela, you're right. Though. He was he was lying, and she was lying because they didn't just ban abortion. They didn't just ban woman's choice. It's going to go to the states, and they're going to vote on it. Like that's actually the truth. But it's amazing because they're willing. It's crazy to me to get on TV with a straight face and tell you like a patent lie. And the people that are getting ready to like riot are rioting because they believe the lie. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you know what they. This is something that should have been done, too, with all the mandates. Like, mm-hmm. every state should have had a part of, you it's, know, it's deciding whether they wanted to do these mandates. And they're more upset about this than they are about forcing people to get these, these vaccines and, you know, yep. these mandates. Totally true. It's like, oh, yeah. It's, no, it's yeah. totally true. The state should have individual rights. But now I know why you don't yeah. live on the mainland. I figured it out. You want to be as far <laughs> away from the crazy as possible, right? Uh, yeah, but it's starting to come here, too, slowly, you know. Oh, <laughs> and I want to thank you mm-hmm. for, um, you know, dumbing it down a little bit for me. People like me to understand what's going around on, on <laughs> you, these days. So. <laughs> believe me, that's not me dumbing it down. That's as smart as I can make it, girlfriend. But thank you. <laughs> Good call, Angela. Do it again soon. Uh, there she goes, a great Angela in Oahu, Hawaii. Uh, 888-788-9910. Barry is on the West Coast. He's in Los Angeles, California. Barry. Hey, Jimmy, um, in regard to Biden's call for nonviolence, I Mm -hmm. think it was atrocious just because the only reason he's doing it now, said it now, is because nothing will be done. Yeah, yeah. The ruling's already been made. Yep. The the fact that no no Democrats were calling for no violence the last month, and now all of a sudden they are, it's pretty obvious what scum these people really are. Well, it's it's, – go ahead. Continue. You got time. Well, the, the other thing I wanted to say was I wish people would stop giving Trump so much credit for this. Mm-hmm. I really like Trump. I'm happy with the, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. I don't like Mitch McConnell. However, Mitch McConnell at, is the person who's much more responsible for this and, than Donald Trump. Do you say because of the role he played in crafting the list of judges? Why do you say that? Well, that and the fact that uh, we, we – Merrick Garland would be a Supreme Court justice. Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. I wasn't even thinking of that angle. And Merrick Garland, by the way, has been just useless. The guys, he's our attorney general at a time when we've got a 35 year spike in murder. He's overdoing photo ops with you, two and Zelensky in Ukraine. Exactly. But anyway, I, I just it's 
you know, I again, I like Trump a lot. I just don't, you know, any Republican, any Republican who had been president would have pretty much nominated somebody. Of course, for those three seats, mm-hmm. who would have overturned Roe v. Wade? No, listen, so. no question there. Okay. But he did fight the battle that made him the yeah. guy to do it. And believe me, no, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there is that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he beat Hillary. I don't know if anybody else could have. So. Yeah, no, it's very, it's, it's interesting. But these are good points, and I love having you on, Barry. It shows the world that not everybody in L.A. is just stoned all day pooping on a sidewalk. At, at least you well, stopped. Well, you took time I, I out. Could, I could be doing that right oh, now. Oh no, you probably are. I mean, the minute you hang up, I know where this is headed. I just mean you took five <laughs> minutes to stop, and we appreciate it. That's all. Good luck out there, brother. I'll see you again soon. Uh, 888-788-9910. John is in Butte, Montana. Yo, John. Hi, brother. How are you doing today? My man. Uh, Holding it together. It's a a funny day to host a talk show. I I like the days where everybody loses their mind. You know, I find it entertaining, and I feel bad saying that. But can we be honest about one thing? Because you you and me are pretty honest on the show. Most of the women that are screaming in my Facebook feed really don't have to worry about getting pregnant, if we're being honest. I'm I'm pretty sure you know that 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 that's very true, and you know if they manage to successfully somehow manage to get pregnant, it's not like they got to go very far. Yeah, that's the crazy thing, man. It's so nuts. I, go ahead. I I don't understand. You know, it it's doing democracy a favor. It's you know you got fifty fifty states in this country. Mm-hmm. Instead of having one rule that governs every state, you got fifty states that get to govern individuals yep and everybody gets to participate you know Mm -hmm. it's it's i don't get this you know it's this is ignorance at its finest i am glad roe v wade got overturned but i end up hearing and talking to people and they're like well but you know but it does it affect you yeah is it affect you where you live? Well, no. Okay, so what are you complaining about? That's the thing. The liberals doing the screaming still can get abortions. If you live in a blue state, you're going to have abortion. There's no question. You know, and there probably well, aren't going to be any limits because they're going to do that as a comeback against limits in red states. You know, it'll probably, if anything, get more barbaric in those states, as, as heinous as that sounds. Um, but oh, that, no. that's the fraud of this whole thing. Well, and I, I you know, it's just. I've, I've told you this once before. I, I don't agree with abortions except mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, incest, rape. Fair. That I can, I, I can live with that. Mm-hmm. But anything else, it's not that hard. It's either close your legs, go get a pill thereafter, or you wait until you get married and you're ready to have a family. It's, I may be an idiot for saying that, mm-hmm. but i got to stand by what I believe. Well, the good news is you're on a show that's run and hosted by idiots, so you're safe here. Um, well, and this is a prime example. See, I don't <laughs> listen to your show just once. I listen to it often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Don't admit that if you get pulled over today, John. Be well, brother. I'll see you soon. The great John in Butte, Montana. Uh, 888-788-9910. Gail is in Washington State. Yo, Gail. Jimmy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I just did a little research, and I found out that in 2004, our federal government passed a law against uh, crime against unborn fetuses. So right there, they proved that a fetus has a value of life mm-hmm. so that you shouldn't be killing them. So I don't understand why everybody is getting so upset. Well, dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, part, part of what opponents – Yeah. Well, that's the thing, Gail. You make a really good point, okay? The reason that law was passed – 
is because the science evolved so much based on what we knew about unborn babies in the womb that they realized there needed to be a protection in place. And at the same time, a lot of the people who voted in favor for that law are the ones out because they've been in Congress that long are out here today. We could probably get a list yelling and screaming about how we should have abortion on demand as far into the pregnancy as a woman wants. And I'm just telling you, like, this is an emotional time for our country. But when the emotions die down, you know, things get better. Maybe the economy's better. Maybe people could afford gas and things kind of level out. And we go we go back to, like, being into the Kardashians and stuff. Like, when we get to a rational place, we're really going to look at this abortion fight as a bad one in terms of how it reflects on the character of the people who wanted late-term abortion, who wanted things, you know, like abortion on demand uh, because of what you just cited, which is the reality that we know you shouldn't be doing this to a baby, you know, definitely not beyond 15 weeks. They're saying it's depending on who you are, it's okay to kill a baby. Yeah. Well, if they know the baby's going to vote Republican. That's what it is. If once they they're going to come up with a test that will determine how a baby will vote when it turns eighteen, and that's going to be the answer. It's so crazy. But you're in Washington State. It is crazy. So I don't know how you're. I, I mean, am. shouldn't you be shooting up on a sidewalk right now? What are you doing talking to me? No, I'm just stepping over the people shooting up on the sidewalk. <laughs> it's like a it's like a new CrossFit. I hate to laugh, but it's like it's true. When I was in California with Jenny and Lincoln last summer, it was like so grim and sad that we had to like laugh at it because the state's paying to make more of it happen. So it's like if you don't at least learn to laugh at it, I don't know how people cope, you know? It's crazy out here. Well, listen, it, it's crazy here, uh, but for different – well, actually, for a lot of the same reasons. New York is a mess too. Um, but, you know, for me, uh, I come from a, a long line of crazy, so I fit in pretty well. So no complaints. Um, but, Gail, you're the greatest, and thank you for invoking that law. And we're going to look it up because I want to find out which congressman voted for that uh, one way or the other because I promise you a lot of them are the same people screaming and yelling today because the politics are always more important are. than the people. I'm glad you get it, Gail. Well, it's good talking to you, Jimmy. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. Just go, Gail. We'll see you again soon. Be well. 888-788-9910. Cindy is in Reno, Nevada. Yo, Cindy. Hey, Jimmy. I actually saw you in Carson City. That was a good show. Oh, come on. You know, uh, you didn't hear this from me, but I'm coming back there soon. It hasn't been announced yet. Uh, They're still working out the details. I, I could never ask you to show up twice, but the fact that you went once means the world to me. I could if I had a few drinks first. I could. Whoa, Cindy, you went from complimenting my act to being like, I got to be hammered to go to that again. (laughs) All right, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Um, What do you think here? You see the SCOTUS ruling. Uh, What's the mood in Reno? What's the mood in Club Cindy? I don't know. I haven't been outside yet except to rake. Okay. Anyway, um, my comment was that there's a possible yet unlikely outcome that that some women will start to think twice before they uh, just go hog wild with unprotected sex. Yeah, you know, I keep telling Jenny that when she goes to happy hour with her friends. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, we're the only mammalian species on the planet that has way more sex just for pleasure instead of procreation. Yeah. And we and so far everybody's been getting away with it. So yeah. we'll see if maybe education can play play a part in this and try to convince women that this is kind of a serious thing in life. Yeah. No, that's a good point because I think removing that consequence is also responsible probably for more sexually transmitted diseases. If you really wanted to get into the minutia of this, 
you know, the fact that, you know, people now will have greater encouragement to use some form of protection might actually cut down on STDs. You know, I mean, it's a it's it's a it's not a great mind for comedy. Uh, I hate to bring it up, but you made a good point. So I tried to build on it. Uh, Cindy, (laughs) you'll know I'm coming back to Reno if you get a case of liquor in the mail. That'll be the heads up. okay? All right, I'll forward my address. <laughs> You're the best. I'll see you soon. 888-788-9910. More of your calls after this. You're listening to the best dad on the radio. Can't believe you forgot my birthday. You're with Jimmy Fallon on Fox Across America. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Going to be joined by Florida Congresswoman Kat Kamek in the next break. Right now, we're heading out to Idaho Falls with a great Sarah standing by. Hey, Sarah. Hey. Hey, girl. How you doing, Jimmy? Good, good. Have you been to Schmitz lately? <laughs> no. Oh, I love that place. Do you know I was there with Jenny Fela and Lincoln Fela? Have you ever heard that story? I think we had this conversation on the show once. I just don't know if you were part of it. No, I'm sorry. I would have missed that one. Ah, oh, Sarah. I thought we were friends. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> Let's let's put my breakfast whims aside for a minute and uh, let's talk Pelosi, shall we? Uh, Pelosi. Yeah, I don't it it can't just be me. I know there's a lot of people in the country that hear the hypocrisy in her Mm -hmm. and others. But I just listened to your little snippet of her. Yeah. Talking about the Supreme Court reversing Roe versus Wade and how that takes away women's rights. Mm hmm. Because it's their body, it's their decision. And it's like, I I didn't get vaccinated, and I don't want to be vaccinated, and I don't want my government telling me to be vaccinated, and that's my body, my choice. But I don't understand where they disconnect and see that they're trying to push exactly what they're yeah. opposing, people's yeah. freedom of choice. Well, there's huge, there's huge hypocrisy there, and, and, and the vaccine only involves one body. You know, the pregnancy oftentimes right. involves two. So it is and, uh, a bit of a racket on their part. But the bigger lie, which is just so inflammatory, is, you know, rather than saying, OK, the right has one position on abortion, the left has another. Where is there any type of compromise, you know, meaning a very strict limit on maybe the first few weeks? And I know pro-lifers don't want to hear that. But the reality is in a lot of blue states, abortion is going to be legal for 30 weeks. It's, it's sad, but that's reality. You know, I wish we could just take this and really – um, constructively engage on this issue because it's such a hot button issue. But instead, the left will frame it as the right is trying to kill women. They don't care. When in truth, a lot of women are killed by abortion. Women who don't ever get a chance to grow up to be women because they get aborted. I mean, 63 million babies got aborted. You know, what about them? You know? Right. So, well, it's not it. just that. Yeah. It's it's also her calling the Supreme Court radical all of a sudden because yeah. like they they've been the same Supreme Court for how many months now? No, it's so. And true. now all of a sudden, because of this decision, they're radical. They mm-hmm. weren't radical before, mm-hmm. but magically overnight now they're radical. Yeah, and the Republican controlled mm-hmm. specific the wording that they use to try to steer people is just incredible. And I know that common sense people see through that. Yep. But it's. It's also amazing how many people in the country listen to that and just take it in inter- internally and live that. 
Yep. It's a shame. No, it is. This is so much like there's going to be so much rioting and fighting tonight, and it's not even based on the truth. So thankfully, we've got people like you who don't hang out at Schmitty's all day like I do. Okay, Sarah? (laughs) You're the best. We'll do it again soon, girlfriend. Uh, 888-788-9910. Don is in Chicago, Illinois. Yo, Don. Hey, Jimmy. How's it going? Buddy, I miss you. I haven't heard from you in a while. I am under the gun. I have like a minute till I bring on the congresswoman, but you're a pro caller. So here we go, Don. Take it away. You have the floor. All righty. Number one, I'm proud that my state is the first one to ban abortion. That was Missouri? Yes, sir. Um, sir. Don, Don, are you going to be in your state when I go to the Lake of the Ozarks August 19th? I was just going to tell you, me and my lovely bride is hopefully going to be there because I'd love to meet up with you and buy you one beer. (laughs) Take that, Vermont, one beer. Well, if you bring your lovely bride, I very well may bring mine. I'm not supposed to say that, but there might be a Jenny Fala sighting. Give me 10. All right. My my main comment is Mm -hmm. if if someone goes nuts, crazy, shoots a Infect, mm-hmm. uh, expecting mother and kills her and the child inside the womb. Boom. That's two murders. Thank Why you. In the world can't they just say a child is a child? They Amen. We can, and that's why I love you, Don. It is Fox Across America. With Jimmy Fallon, 888-788-9910, the phone number. We're going to get to more of your calls in a minute. But a quick announcement. If you happen to be listening on the East Coast, just added two big dates at the Stress Factory Comedy Club in New Brunswick, New Jersey. It is Friday night, July the 15th, Saturday night, July the 16th. Tickets are on sale at the Stress Factory website. I just, you know... I just find that announcing your stand-up comedy dates is great in the middle of an abortion debate. I mean, what fine marketing by the Fox Across America team. But if you're on the East Coast, Friday night, July 15th, Saturday night, July 16th, I will be headlining the Stress Factory. And I'm bringing along uh, my man, Charles McBee, who you hear on the show all the time. But joining us now, the true headliner of this event, a congressional superstar, uh, a human happy hour in her own right, representative from the great state of Florida, Kat Kamek, back on the show. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. What I what I what I do love about today is, you know, SCOTUS has issued its opinion uh, and everyone's being perfectly rational about it in D.C. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I I just literally walked off the House floor from voting. And meanwhile, AOC is simultaneously crying and clapping at the same time. It is quite a sight to see. And uh, of course, outside, it is just chaos. You know, so much uh, level-headed, cool heads prevailing, uh-huh. you know, productive conversations happening on the streets. No, it's a total, it's total chaos. It's a totally it's, emotionally charged. <laughs> it's it really is. If you've ever, it's like the tail end of the day at a daycare when it's almost time for the parents to start picking up the kids and they're telling on each other and pulling hairs. A lot of toys getting chewed on. It's a mess out there, Cat <laughs> Kamek. You know, it kind of reminds me of at the very end of Free Willy, how you get all emotional and you hold on to your blankie and you really start. <laughs> kind of how it, it feels and looks right now. Cat <laughs> Kamek is on the phone. We don't get enough Free Willy references on this show, um, so no, for real. That's it's, it's why we invite you on. We just we never know where it's going to go. It's it's the your your calls. It's almost it's like a Joe Biden bike ride. You just never know how it's going to end. <laughs> but there's always it a laugh. Could go down terribly and and hor- <laughs> horrifically, or it could be just a perfectly 
coordinated moment. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it's going down, though. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, here's the thing, okay? <laughs> I, want, I want to talk about women for a minute. Now, I know there are also a lot of pregnant men out there, but we'll get to them in a second. Uh, let's just talk about women for a second, okay? okay? Women are being lied to because they didn't just ban abortion and they didn't just deny them a voice in this debate. They basically gave everybody in the country a voice in this debate because it's just going to return to the states. This was not a ruling about whether abortion would stay or go. This was a ruling on whether or not the states would have a say, yay? Yes or no, right? No. You hit it exactly, perfectly, and I would never say that normally. You know I don't give credit easily, especially to you, Jimmy, because no. I always got to give you a hard time. No, you are. But You're my radio 100%. dominatrix. You are. There's a lot of name-calling. No, it's true. I get it. Continue. Exactly, and you will like it, and you will like it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's right. But I'm correct. But uh, admit it. I am correct. Uh, and this is a total what? scam because they're all going to get the vote. And the truth is, if you live in a blue state, you're probably going to have, you know, you have all the abortion access you want. Sadly, my theory that I've been pushing on Twitter is that it, there's going to be something called abortion tourism where people have to drive from red states to blue states. Maybe this will motivate the Democrats to lower gas prices. I hadn't heard that argument yet, but that actually is a quite a, a valid one. But, Jimmy, you're 100 percent right. Today's ruling does not ban abortions. It does not outlaw abortions. It simply returns the state's rights as we know them to be and how they should have been all along. I mean, when you think about this, I mean, and I'm still going through it. Mm-hmm. The opinion of the justices, you read the dissenting opinion of the three that ruled against Dobbs v. Jackson. They did something unusual. They wrote the opinion as one, which I think you can follow me on this in saying that it's unique to have the justices who normally would write an individual opinion. They actually came in and wrote it all as one, which really speaks to, I think, the liberal uh, mindset of groupthink, right? Yep. You know, you can't think for yourself, so we're going to do this all together as a, you know, a team effort. So I thought that was interesting. But in reading it, and I'm still going through it, I have yet to see a reference to the law. What they instead are saying is their argument for keeping Roe is that the founding fathers and the framers of our Constitution never intended uh, to put abortions or, or, or name abortions outright in the Constitution because they were all men. But by their same logic, these are the same people who say that men can get pregnant. So is it a new thing? Is this an, is this an evolution where men can now get pregnant, but they couldn't back then? I'm confused because it's, uh, it, it's the pretzel logic that they have of really just trying to tie all these random points together that have no sense, no, no, no true, real foundations in our Constitution. And it really is a win for federalism Mm -hmm. for the people, because it's saying, no, this issue now goes back to the states. And you, the people, we, the people, now have a real voice in whether as a citizen and resident of the state of Florida or Ohio or New York or wherever you are, Mm -hmm. you now have the power to petition your government and have a voice in this, whereas Roe took that away. So this is truly a win on so many different levels. And to your point, it does not outlaw abortion, but this is absolutely a win for the sanctity of life and upholding that very treasured fundamental principle of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in the United States. 
but it's also a win for the sanctity of our Constitution. So there's a lot to celebrate today. Hey, girl, that's that you're spot on. OK, we're talking to Representative Kat Kamek. If you're just on the line, um, I don't know why you'd be showing up late to a show of this magnitude. I mean, come on, if ever there was appointment listening in the year 2022, it is this show, Kat, because listening to me for three hours convinces people that they, too, could get a nationally syndicated talk show. You know, we're very empowering in that regard. Um Gosh, if only they knew. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me throw this one at you, because when the Democrats talk about, too, that the court like denied the will of the people, the truth is polling shows the will of the people favor strict limits on abortion. They don't want, you know, what places like Colorado let you abort a third grader. It's disgusting. It's infanticide, you know, for all intents and purposes. But what people want, if you look at the polling, is nothing beyond 15 weeks. And some people, there's a a majority, 54 percent, don't want abortion beyond six. So they're kind of misrepresenting the argument. And when Biden spoke today, he said this ruling makes us an outlier in the world. But the truth is we were an outlier because we had a term of abortion that went as long as places like China and North Korea. And last I checked, those weren't the human rights records you wanted to line up with. Exactly. I mean, think about this. When you look at all the major national polls that that have the credibility and, and you can pull the cross tabs on them, Only 17 percent of voters believe that abortion should be allowed at any time during a pregnancy. And you hear Biden today stand behind a podium after having waffled on this issue during his 40-year career. Mm -hmm. And he says, this is not in line and in step with what the American people want. No, that's that's clearly the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. Because we we know that only 17 percent of voters nationally believe abortion should be allowed at any time. So he calls on Congress to codify into law that a woman can get an abortion at any point, an abortion on demand. In fact, this Judy Chu bill that we had voted on in the House not too long ago that is now uh, dead on arrival in the Senate, it says that a woman up until the day before delivery can murder her child. And it's murder because we know that that child has a heartbeat, an independent and unique DNA that is separate from the mother. It is completely capable of feeling pain and sensitivity to light and movement, and uh, it's its own person. And for them to reject the science, again, just points to another reason, another example of how the limousine liberals who hide behind their armored cars and their gated mansions are not following the science. They're following the political science. So true, Kat Kamek. Last question, and I'll let you get back. I know it's it's happy hour in D.C. right now. You got stuff to do. Um, every every elected official that has been on this show in like the last two weeks has sung the praises of Top Gun. So I just have to ask you: Were you in a theater at any point in the last month, Cat calling Tom Cruise? Uh, you know, you asked me this last time, and I still at that point I had not been able to get to go see it. And, you still and unfortunately, gone. I work for a living, and uh, I have not had the chance to see Top Gun. But you told me it's pretty legit. No, it's, and it's fine. I, I, I'm I'm just I'm thrilled that we actually have a movie that doesn't uh, vilify mm-hmm. uh, our our well, men. I'm sure all of the uh, so-called <laughs> feminists and uh, beta males are whining about. Well, the- toxic masculinity but you know that's that's what we need we need uh, a show of american strength and good old-fashioned american grit i'm saying well what the liberals are actually mad because tom cruise wasn't wearing a mask on the plane they're, they're, <laughs> oh, they Lord, called, I, know China, I know China's pissed because uh, there was a, a nod to Taiwan in there. But you yeah. know what? Uh, to hell with them. Yeah, thank you. That's the spirit, Kat Kamek. That's why we have you on. You're the legend. 
Happy Friday, girlfriend. We'll do it again soon. I appreciate it. You got Stay it. safe out there, Jim. There she goes, the great cat, Kamek. Uh, 888-788-9910. Okay, what she just said, I was emphasizing this earlier in the show today. We're going to get right back to your calls. Okay, it's murder. It is not abortion if you are killing a baby right up until delivery. You are killing a baby that can live outside the mother for months, for months. Okay, what we know in science now is a, is a, a baby has a very good survival rate beyond 20 weeks. Okay, once you get into 25 weeks, it's fine. Okay, it's, it's going to live just about every time, thank God, because of the advances we've made in science. Okay, you're now talking about the ability to kill a baby months beyond the viability standpoint. Okay, and the viability standpoint, to be clear, is earlier in the pregnancy. But the universally accepted, you know, this is a premature baby, but we're going to be able to get through this, okay, is about 25 weeks, early 20s. Okay, we're talking about the 40th week, okay? We're talking about the 35th. You know, this is disgusting. And people have made this so much about their own convenience, their own rights, and they're doing so in almost a sociopathic indifference to real suffering. Again, slavery was only possible because it took place in a world where it had been normalized to not concern yourself with the rights, the well-being, and the suffering of other humanity. Okay, what we know about abortion beyond 15 weeks puts us right there with it. Future generations will look at this and say it's disgusting. And you might not think that now. You're like, well, all the liberals, they like abortion, and, you know, they're not going to let it be portrayed that way. Yeah, all the liberals, the Democratic Party, liked slavery. And even they had the good sense years forward to realize, oh, we shouldn't be uh, the party of this. We should uh, get out there and remove any association with it, tear down all these statues. You know, all the statues that were put up to honor the people that they sided with, you know, that's what they will do. But ultimately, this won't be judged well. But again, I'm not concerned with the history books. I'm concerned with the 63 million babies who have become history because of this disgusting law that will hopefully now go back to the states and get retrofitted with some strict restrictions. I I didn't even say ban. I don't think it's going to get banned. So I don't want to just, you know, cater to the pro-life listeners and be like, you're going to get your way. Today you got the biggest win um, that anyone had hoped and prayed for in 50 years. It's 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 a big win. You cannot let perfect get in the way of exponentially better. If you are a pro-life person, I understand there's that frustration. You feel like the ball's at the five-yard line. Uh, in this country where everybody does have a say and states do have individual rights, I don't think you're getting the ball across the end zone to a federal ban on nationwide ban on abortion. But I do think we should all be thrilled for what we know. And I think the job now for pro-lifers is to advance the conversation to a point of scientific enlightenment that shapes – public perceptions on abortion in a more honest fashion that will allow us to, yes, limit it to the most extreme instances. That would be my resolute hope. Uh, We will hear yours after this. We'll get right back to the phones on Fox Across America. It's the show that leaves you hungry for more. We'll probably sit around and cook some soup, eat bread and desserts, and just get all fat and sassy. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) 
It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Molly Hemingway going to be joining us in the next hour, senior editor at The Federalist. And on a day when we're celebrating life, we're going to close the show with Lincoln Fallon. George from Queens just wrapped up eighth grade a few hours ago. He'll be joining us. Uh, he's on, on his way out to Ohio tonight with Jenny Fallon to go see her, her family out there. Uh, but he will be here to wrap his Friday up with you. But batting leadoff right now in this break uh, out in the great state of Oregon, uh, Angie is in Ontario, Oregon. Yo, Angie! Hey, Jimmy, hey, thank hey, you. Girl. Of course. Thank hey. you. Big fan. A couple <laughs> things. Um, so I live out here in eastern Oregon, border town. While today is a great day of celebration, um, with the cheerleading of our our governor, um, Planned Parenthood is moving to our small community of about 11,000, um, 12 if you count all of the homeless people that live here. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Because Planned Parenthood, you know, mm-hmm. thanks be to God with what's happening today. It's coming to our poor little town. We're the poorest community um, in Oregon, excuse me, poorest county. It is just, I mean, you, it's, it's just so obvious how they prey on the poor. So, yep. well, today is a day of celebration. Sad yeah, it's day sad. For, for our blue in, state. Yeah, in blue but states. on a happy note. Yeah, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you, no, just finish your point because you sound a lot smarter than me right now. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually just going to bring a lighter point. So, okay. um but yeah, I mean here. Oh, oh, also, you know, um, in the great state of Oregon, in our little community, not only, you know, do we poverty, drug um, addiction problems, um, pot shop on every corner now. So oh, yeah, goodness. if you uh, need an abortion, come over, get some weed, and go have an abortion, and <laughs> go back. Yeah, <laughs> you're a you're a hell of a travel agent, Angie. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> was the weed store? Is that the happier note? No, no, no. Tater tots, actually. Oh, let's talk tater tots. I live. Yes, Jimmy, the tater tot was created here in Ontario, Oregon, little Ontario. Although that little golden nugget of deliciousness, Mm -hmm. um, the way they were created is pretty disgusting. Oh, no. Lots of potato shards on the floor. They broom them up, make a little nugget, drop it in the fryer. There you have it. <laughs> Listen, I mean, once it gets in the fryer, you could it could be the sole of a Nike high top. It works out. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> My girl. Angie, that's why we love you. Um, listen, in, in honor of you in the next hour, I'm going to find time to give the recipe because I make a tater tot quiche. And it's actually like Ooh. one of the greatest things you'll ever eat in your life. I have to explain it, though. It's complex. Um, but I'm going to do this in your honor. It's going into the outline for the next hour. So if you stick around, I you'll get a good it. shout out. Wait. We uh, have a tater tot festival here every year with tater tot recipes. So, Jimmy, give it to me, and I will enter it in the tater tot festival. Yes, I want half of your ribbon. I demand half the ribbon, Angie. I will see you in court, young lady. Be well. Uh, Jimmy, I love you. I love you more, Angie. Just go. I'll see you soon. Uh, 888-788-9910. Mike is in Vermontville, Michigan. Yo, Mike. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, my man, listen, I, at the end of the hour, we were like a minute away from a commercial break, but you're a Michigan guy and I can only give you so much time because I married an Ohio girl. Uh, give me your take really quick. Okay. What I want to know is, are they going to stop, uh, the, the funding for the, uh, Planned Parenthood now? Well, not in blue states. Like Angie was just saying. Okay, not in the blue states. You're going to probably see more of it. But, I mean, that could become the next home front of whether or not taxpayers have to subsidize it. So I think you make a really good point. You clearly didn't yeah. go to the University of Michigan. And, um, the other thing I was going to say is my daughter made a mistake when she was close to 17. Mm-hmm. And she put her daughter up for adoption. Uh-huh. And 
now they're it was an open adoption, mm-hmm. so now they're together, and you know they you, they, they get together kid. on weekends and stuff. And uh-huh. She's like twenty two, twenty three years old now. Mikey, that's heavy, man. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go, here we go. Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. Broadcasting from the tippy top of the world famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We've been having a grown-up talk about the Supreme Court's historic ruling today that, of course, overturned Roe versus Wade. Big win for the rule of law. There's a lot of Democrats out there telling you, oh, you know, they're taking away your rights. Now they're not doing anything about that. This ruling today was not about whether abortion stays or goes. What this ruling was about was returning it to the individual states to make their own decisions. So if we're being honest, we're just having a fair conversation, which we have so far. Callers have been phenomenal. We'll get back to them in a minute. Uh, 888-788-9910. Okay, what this is not the death of democracy. It is very much the beginning of democracy. Everybody has a vote now. They didn't just silence women. They didn't just deny women a right to choose. In fact, women have a lot of rights when it comes to choice. You know, whether it's the choice to abstain, the choice to wear a condom, the choice to take the pill, the choice to take the morning after pill, the choice to choose life if, in fact, you get pregnant despite those things and let this baby live, uh, this innocent child live, instead of, you know, making it pay for your misfortune. And again, when there are instances such as rape and incest, that's a very nuanced situation that I think even the pro-life people should be open to discussing. Uh, But right now, uh, we're not going to get into my thoughts. We're going to get into yours. We're going to get into Molly Hemingway's. And at the end of the show, George from Queens, Lincoln Fallow, who just graduated eighth grade today, uh, I can't in good conscience come on and celebrate life and not bring on my kid Who is the reason I have a talk show? Like, I am only here, folks. So you understand, I'm one of those stories you hear where having a baby actually helped a guy, where getting married actually helped a guy. You know, you have plenty, believe me, plenty of deadbeat dads out there. Like I said, the country doesn't have 10,000 strip clubs because every dad is a good dad. I admire your honesty. But the point is, I am one of those guys that getting married, having like truly having J- Jenny Fail is a great woman. Like we bust her balls a lot at home. But she's a great woman. You know what I mean? She's a compass. She's a North Star. She makes you want to be a better man. And uh, Lincoln Fela, you know, he's he's a so-so kid. Shut your mouth. But no, he's great. You know, and, and, and having to live my life for them instead of my own selfish impulses made me a more productive, efficient dude, made me apply myself for the first time in my existence, as opposed to just doing whatever the hell I want. I think I'll go to the casino. I think I'll go get drunk. I think I'll go, you know, hang out with some girl. You know, I was living, it was a fun life. I'm not going to tell you it wasn't, but it was a bit of a dead end. And the only reason I'm here today where I can plausibly pass as a halfway decent human being at the most respected and popular news channel in the world is because Jenny and Lincoln kind of rounded out my personality and put a code of decency on me instead of a code of thrill-seeking lunatic. Because up until they came along, I was just out there every day conducting a different exercise in cheating death. Whether we were in a casino, whether we were in a bar, whether we were in some opium den on the Lower East Side, or whether we were shacking up with some woman you probably shouldn't have been shacking up with, I had a really bad third base coach that was always sending the runner. (laughs) 
<laughs> Always. Charge! <laughs> Let's go! What is that, a happy hour? Come on! I'm a lunatic. And now I am. It's really weird, but I, I just slammed on the brakes. I saw Jenny Fala, and it's just a weird thing. We had a weird connection, and I was like, wow, this is like a, wow, this is like a franchise quarterback. You actually want to make a life with this person, and if you're going to do that, you actually have to think of them before you think of yourself, and it got me on the course to where I am today. And I say it all the time. Whenever I post something like, oh, I got my own show, or I got this, or hey, I signed a new contract, that's all Jenny, man. It's all Jenny, and I'm not saying that to be humble. Like, I'm good at this. I'm the talent. She doesn't have my talent. Give me a break, Jenny. Relax. Get over yourself. But the point is, Jenny being that gravitational pull towards decency is why I was able to harness whatever talent I have. So the game ball should always go to her. Um, But when we come to abortion, we come to the life of a child as someone who has witnessed that profound moment of joy. And and you talk about humbling experiences. If you are fortunate enough in this lifetime to pick up a baby that really is a blank slate, that really is a brand new MacBook Air taken straight out of the packing peanuts, and you sit there and realize how innocent and precious it is and how you are so overwhelmingly responsible for how it turns out, You know, if you're a halfway decent person, you give yourself to the mission and you don't even think twice about it. You're not like, well, it's going to be inconvenient. I'm going to be tired. Sometimes I'm not going to be want to go out when I want to go out. No, no, no. None of that matters. And you don't you don't even think about whether or not it should matter. I mean, honestly. And, you know, so I'm always prioritizing life because life made me a better person. But the conversation we're having in Washington is not inclusive of any truth, like almost no, no truth, even Maxine Waters, you know, at a time when the Democrats are lecturing us about January 6th and this is an insurrection and you can't disobey your government or you should die in prison. Here's Maxine Waters vowing that Democrats will defy the court. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies. Can you imagine being that stupid? Yo, abortion was designed by Margaret Sanger as a form of eugenics to target black women. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. Maxine Waters is an idiot. There's nothing to do with the race or gender. She's just a stupid person. You know, and stupidity comes in all shapes and sizes. No individual race or gender has a monopoly on good or bad or happy or sad or smart or stupid. Okay? Stupid comes in every shape and size, in every ethnicity. If you don't believe me, you've never watched an episode of The View. The View is awful. Oh, my God. It's the worst. But the point is, when she, oh, black women are going to be out. No, they're not. They're actually not. I mean, to be honest with you, abortion is a white women's thing. Abortion was designed by white women to limit the birth of black children. That's why Planned Parenthood has tactfully scrubbed Margaret Sanger's name from just about everything that fetted her at one time or another in their history. Okay, she looked at abortion as a form of population control in the black community was a form of eugenics, you know, under the abortion ideologues worldview. Tim Scott is not alive because his mother was a single mom who lived in abject poverty at the time she had him. Okay, this woman worked so hard, fought so hard. Her father was a sharecropper, forced out of school in the third grade to pick cotton. That's the America this woman grew up in. She's 96 years old, fought and killed herself night in and night out. 
multiple odd jobs a day so she could raise little Tim Scott, who wound up in the deep south, South Carolina. Okay, he speaks a lot on our show to the evolution of the southern heart and how he was there to bear witness as the south went from a place that really did have tremendous racial overtones when it was run by the Democrats, but stick with me. The evolution of the Southern heart created a world where his family could go from cotton to Congress in one generation. And Tim Scott, born into the lowest end possible of the socioeconomic scale, became both first a congressman, now a senator, and albeit probably a top tier candidate to be president someday in this country. One of the greatest American stories ever told is South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. I love having him on because he forces an honest conversation about race and about how much progress we've made in this society. When they get out there and try to tell you, oh, this is racist. Yo, 63 million babies have been aborted. Do you know what the vast, 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 vast majority of those babies are? They happen to be black babies. Bingo. So this isn't about black empowerment. Abortion doesn't empower the black community. Abortion limits the size of the black community. Telling them what? Oh, no, you shouldn't have a baby. You got to go to work. Listen, you can go to work and raise a baby. Tim Scott's mom went to work three different times a day and raised a baby. I'm not saying that's ideal, but I'm just telling you as someone who, in theory, based on the amount of money Jenny and I were making on our tax returns at the time Lincoln was born, according to the uh, according to the Democrats, you shouldn't have had him. Well, you're broke and she's not participating in the workforce. You people don't have the right to breed. You people don't have the right to even try this. What do you mean? Yes, we can. No, we can't. Let the government handle this. Get an abortion. The taxpayers will pay for it. You go join the workforce because that's what's important in life. It's not about raising a good, decent human being who might, you know, be a positive contributor to society. No, no, no. Forget all that stuff. No, no, no. Come on, man. Career. Cool stuff. Feminism. Yay. It's so stupid. Kurt is out in Reno. He might even be in Carson City for all I know. Kurt gets around. Uh, Yo, Kurt. Hey, Jimmy. No, I'm in Reno. Oh, there you go. Um, I, I needed your sage advice, and, and I figured I could turn to you and you'd give me the right answer. Oh, no. With all this talk about men being able to get pregnant, can we now – do we are, are, do we still have the ability to get an abortion? Because <laughs> there's no verbiage in this decision. <laughs> what about the men out there, Kurt says, who are in an unplanned pregnancy? I know what you mean. Listen, I hope you can get an abortion because if men truly can get pregnant, delivering that bad boy is not going to be fun. I didn't. My dad didn't explain this to me when the birds and the bees came up. I've never heard of this before. <laughs> There's never been a dumber time to be alive, Kurt, than it than right now. And it's funny because again, everyone who was telling you men could get pregnant yesterday are now telling men this is a time for them to silence themselves because it's all about women. And what's so fascinating is, in theory, this Roe versus Wade was initially put into law by nine white men. You know, but here we are turning around and it's it's just there's so many contradictions. It's just so stupid. If I was you, I'd walk a block and smoke meth with the rest of Reno. Oh, no, no, no. I gave that up a long time ago. Jimmy, come on. <laughs> Kurt, you're I, a older man. I can't wait to see you when you're out here, Jimmy. I'm coming, Kurt. Can I just tell you one Reno story really quick? Sure, um, when I was at the Carson City Comedy Club, right after I got picked up at the airport, there were actually two people who were handcuffed face down. Uh, they had gotten arrested by a vice squad for smoking meth. And one of them really did look up at me and go, Jimmy Fela, I love your show. And it was my proudest moment as a host. <laughs> 
These are my Kurt. I want to know I'm reaching the real people. This is not a pretentious high society show. I like knowing that some of my listeners are on the pipe right now. No judgments here, Kurt. Uh, you need the pipe to think this is a good show. So I can't shun it. That's all I'm saying. And yes, I will be out there. The dates are going to be announced soon and you better be there. I will. You're the man, Kurt. Be well. Good luck with your pregnancy. I'll see you soon. 888-788-9910. Really quickly, if you were listening in the last hour, we had a phenomenal caller by the name of Angie who checked in from the other side of the country as well. And uh, Angie happens to be near the home of the tater tot, the way it was explained to me. And I had promised Angie that we were up against a break and you know, we had to go to get, get that out of the way because people are still crazy enough to advertise on the show. I make, and this is such a weird non sequitur, and I know some of you would just listen to talk radio because you want the host to make points you agree with or disagree with so you can either punch the dashboard or chant hoorah. We'll get back to that in a minute. But I had promised Angie, and I keep my campaign promises because you listeners matter. If you come to one of these meet and greets, you come to one of these events, you're like, wow, it actually does hang out the whole time. Like I hang out for like three and a half, four hours at a one-hour event because you're my people, man. Like I want to meet I want to know you. This is a cool thing for me. This is the coolest thing I've ever done with my life. And if you're excited to meet me, then I'm 10 times as excited to meet you. That's cool to be able to hand you that opportunity. You know, it's really amazing. But I promised Angie a tater tot quiche recipe. Buckle up. If you need a second to get your phone open, I promise you this will change your life. This is the best recipe in the world. Okay. It's very simple to make. Okay. Get a bag of tater tots, put them in a frying pan. The fail is use a cast iron. Okay. Oven 400. Throw those tots in the oven at 400 crisp them. I might need 20 minutes out of you, but you got to crisp them. That's the crust of your tater tot quiche. While you're crisping them, you got six eggs in a bowl. Beat them up good, a little bit of milk, okay? Throw a little bit of cheese in there, okay? Just get it get it beat up, you know, spike it with the milk, you know, whisk it. You got that ready to go. When the tots are done, you pull them out of the oven, put whatever type of meat you'd put in a quiche. Could be ham, could be bacon, could be sausage. It doesn't matter. The point is it's all good. You're killing yourself the way you eat. Y'all fat f- look at you. No, no, stick with me. <laughs> look at me in a minute. Okay, so you got the crispy tots. You throw whatever meat you want on top of them. At which point you dump the egg mixture onto the meat and the tots. The egg mixture, of course, being six eggs whisked up with milk and cheese. We go cheddar in the Fela house. Once that's settled into the pan, okay, bang it out. We go with a little Parmesan cheese, slide it into the oven, give it 20 minutes. I promise you it will change your life. You're willing to call in next week and tell me if you cooked it. You can hit me up on social media on the Fox Cross America Facebook page. I'm telling you because I care. Hash brown quiche is the way and the truth. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. It's working out just fine for me, and it will continue to work out after this. The show that loves you like a sibling. We'll always be brothers. It's Fox Across America with brother Jimmy Fallon. Oh, girl. It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. Molly Hemingway going to be in the house, senior editor at The Federalist. She's joining us in the next break. Right now, I'm going to squeeze in a couple more calls. Pat is up in Burlington, Vermont, a survivor of the spanked puppy a week ago today. Hey, girl. Hey, greetings from the Socialist Republic of Vermont. (laughs) Do you know I was on morning radio in Vermont today? Yes, I heard you. But Pat, how much more of this how much more is this station going to squeeze out of me? I did their morning show, <laughs> they did my show. I drank their tequila. I barely made it home alive. They're like, "Hey Jimmy, could you give us another half hour?" Come on, yeah. man. 
Well, you know, they, they want to try and bring attention to Vermont because Vermont is the Petri dish of this whole country. Very true. And there's, there's a, a group of people here that are trying very hard to turn that around. Mm-hmm. But um, in, in regards to the, um, the decision today, um, in Vermont, in 2019, they passed a law that guaranteed um, abortions up to time of delivery. That's murder. Um, and and right now, what they're trying to do is, I think, because they were um, thinking that Roe would be overturned, that they now want to make it part of our constitution, which makes it very hard to reverse. Yes. Um. So that's what what's happening in Vermont. But um, I I want to mention um, a situation that was alluded to earlier in your show. Uh huh. Um. Imagine that you are um, a woman who's pregnant six months with twins. Um, You've gotten your nursery ready. You have other children that are anxiously awaiting their siblings. You have a husband who can't wait for that, those two new babies to be born. And you're driving in your car and you're hit head on by somebody who's high on drugs. Yep. You you wake up the next morning to a news show talking about your accident and saying that there were no fatalities in the accident. Yeah. Um, so that actually happened in Vermont, That's and um, this courageous woman um, tried. You know, she she said my choice was taken for me from me, and there was the person who. Um, who caused that just got minor traffic um, violations, was charged with, um, That's crazy. you know, traffic violations. So this really affects people other than, you know, somebody who wants an, an abortion. The fact that yeah. a baby at six months can be aborted and isn't considered a baby um, I mean, it really depends on the state you're in, but that's the one thing exactly. about this. That's the one thing about this that they're not discussing is that each individual state is going to have rules now. And in a lot of instances, exactly. they are going to be enhanced to protect the unborn, which is a good thing. Um, I'm jumping in on you just because we're coming up against a commercial break. Yep. But, Pat, brilliant work as always. I'm glad you've sobered up from the spank puppy. You're a whole new woman. Yeah. I'm proud and, of you. Molly and- Hemingway joining us after this on Fox Across America. There it is. Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. So fired up to talk to this next guest. Superstar author of Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections. Also, the editor-in-chief at The Federalist. She must have had her red pen out for Joe Biden's speech at the White House. Molly Hemingway joins us now from the proofreading table. Hey, girl. Great to be here with you. Oh, my gosh. So did you watch the Biden thing? Because, like, I played a little bit of, of it live. Everyone is everyone is lying, Molly. Like, can we just start there? Why is everyone lying? Why don't we start there? I do not know, but you are absolutely right that what he said was incorrect. He began by talking about how the court had taken away a right to abortion. I mean, the decision is clear as day and goes into great detail about how there is no and never was a constitutional right to abortion. It's an ontological impossibility. It's just not 
something that exists there. And Biden didn't read it, doesn't understand it. I don't think any of us expect him to understand it, given his state. But it's <laughs> important for the people who write his speeches to know what they're talking about. But they don't. And it is interesting because for a guy who likes to remind us that, like, you know, when the when the you know the Second Amendment was written, we didn't have these kind of guns. But they want you to believe a technology that didn't exist was somehow enshrined in the Constitution. It's just it's absurd on its face. But even the bigger lie on top of that is this this idea that you know they just banned abortion today. Sadly, they actually didn't. They just sent it back to the states where it belongs. Women will still have a voice, and I think sadly in blue states they'll still have abortion. No, right. What happened with Roe v. Wade was that for fifty years. The right of the people to debate this very important topic was stolen from them, was taken away from them. And what happened today is that it was returned to them, that right to have debates at the state level. Mm-hmm. So some states will, will set laws one way. Other states will do it another. There, you know, I do, I do wish that we would protect all human life and, um, and the families that generate those lives. But the middle ground position, like the one that was in Dobbs today, mm-hmm. protects life after, I think, 14 or 15 weeks. And that's probably what a lot of states will do. Yeah, that's right. That's actually where I do see it going. But that, that's another lie Biden told because he said this ruling makes us an outlier in the world. But the truth is, oh, that's not true. Yeah, that's we were currently an outlier. If you think about the fact that we were allowing abortion so far into the term that North Korea and China were kind of our equal. I mean, that's really not where you want to be in terms of human rights. That's no, exactly right. We were with North Korea and China and against the entire Western world, for the most part, on our abortion law, which was so radical and so extreme and so outside where the majority of American people are. But we also have a corporate media who lie about this topic, and they have spent decades lying about it. And they are very extreme on this, and they have very little balance in their ranks. And so you have to work really hard to get the truth. You should read the original opinion. Don't believe any of the lies that you're going to hear from a lot of corporate media. Oh, it's so true. We're talking to Molly Hemingway, uh, the woman who personally taught Joe Biden how to ride a bicycle, which is a big deal. Um <laughs> He was a, not exactly a star pupil is what you're telling me. I I did teach my own children how to ride bikes, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty good at it. So if he ever needs any uh, <laughs> help with that, I can do my best. Okay, so I will add to this. As someone who was lucky enough to teach a child how to ride a bike um, – you know, these moments, like if you are if you are so fortunate, if you are so blessed from God to hold an innocent life in your hands, first of all, it's like the most humbling thing in the world. And I always tell people it's like taking in a weird way. It's like you got a new MacBook Air. You took it out of the packing peanuts. You're holding it. It's never downloaded a single file. And you realize you're entirely responsible for its well-being. On some level, I am, I am fascinated by the sociopathic indifference to the science that we now know, you know, because what we knew in 73 and what we know now are very different. And uh, they don't seem to care. Like, they're, I'm reading pieces out there right now that are like, no, this is a good thing that it is is death and stuff like that. Is it, I mean, is it, it's just kind of disgusting, no? Well, there's no way to deny the scientific reality that human life begins at conception, that it grows, that it has heartbeat very early, that, you know, organs are forming. There's just no way to deny it. You could kind of deny it in the early 70s, even though the science was there. Um, it wasn't well known. And so you could kind of say, we don't know what's going on. Well, yeah. there's no way you can do that now. We all know when human life begins. We all know how it begins. We all know what happens there. So I do think you're seeing a change in the argument, which is going from, oh, it's just a clump of cells, which only an idiot would believe, to, mm-hmm. well, I don't care if it kills a baby. And that's really the only 
area I guess they can go to given how clear the science is on this. Oh, it's so true. I mean, if, if I was going to invest my money today, uh, to say we were doing like Molly Hemingway's episode of Shark Tank, and all my pitch really was is I think we can get rich selling handmaid's costumes. Would you fund that? <laughs> I, was, I like those costumes. I think they're nice. Um, <laughs> they're less violent than a lot of what is being proposed by their cohorts. Uh-huh. So, you know, they're, those, those people who do that are usually pretty respectful um, yeah. when they're not getting arrested. <laughs> um, but but I mean, even Go ahead. On that note, you know, we have right now this show trial going on in mm-hmm. D.C., all built on this idea that if you in any way oppose the uh, handling of the 2020 election, yeah. then you are an insurrectionist and, you know, you're a threat to democracy. And at the very same time, they are supporting – and sometimes, you know, it's the very same people – supporting a violent insurrection against the Supreme Court because they do not agree with the ruling that was handed down today. And that disconnect is just – untenable. It's so true. You make a great point. I played the Maxine Waters clip earlier of saying, like, this doesn't even matter. We're going to defy the court. We don't care. Like, I think that might be the biggest casualty for Democrats today is if we do get a night of rage tonight. You know, the three people that were still watching January 6th are officially changing the channel. Right. I I mean, it really comes up against their main narrative heading into in, heading into November, which is, you know, this obsessive focus on the riot at the Capitol. But also you have the same people on the same political party, you know, working so hard to, you know, we, we had an assassination, mm-hmm. a failed assassination attempt. We've had, you know, riots and protests. They're torching Catholic churches and Christian, other Christian churches mm-hmm. and pro-life pregnancy centers. Uh, the Justice Department, that's actually one thing that people really should pay attention to. The Justice Department is completely out of control, and they have now twice in two days come out against a Supreme Court ruling that they have no business coming out against, and they are just engaged in the complete destruction of the lives of the political opponents of their boss, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying. I mean, people need to be speaking out against this. A, a thousand percent. And you know what, Molly, this is why we appreciate you classing up this show. Like, you know, the Garth Brooks song, I have friends in low places. I like to consider us your friends in low places. <laughs> so thank you for showing up in boots like Garth Brooks and giving us a minute Any of your time. time. I have to bring, I'm bringing on my child now to close this day of abortion debate. I'm bringing on my 13 year old. Uh, some people Lighter. might be in favor of abortion after hearing my parenting skills. So I'm going to get out of here with the win while I still got you. You're the best, Molly. Okay. See you, Take pal. Care, there she goes, the legendary Molly Hemingway. Lincoln Fallon closes the show after this on Fox Across America. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. And it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a man who is not headed to high school. Joining us now on the show, back by popular demand, at least in his mind anyway, former eighth grader turned high schooler today, Lincoln Fallon, George from Queens. Hey, man. What's up? Wow. So you're like a high school kid now. Yeah. That's like a whole thing. Congratulations. Eighth grade. You you graduated. never made it to high school. <laughs> no, I, I made it. Like, I was enrolled. I just didn't, like, show up that much. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that that's the good and the bad, is that, you know, if you go and you apply yourself, you stay on the honor roll like you did, obviously that's respected in society. But if you don't apply yourself at all, you could turn out to be me, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Do you look, do you actually look at me and be like I don't want to do that because you know when, when we were you don't probably don't even remember this when we were like you were like two 
back when I was a cab driver. I was driving you somewhere, and you go, Dad, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. And I slammed on the brakes, and I was like, listen to me, you stupid <laughs> Like, you do not want to grow up in this life, Lincoln. But maybe radio host you might do. No. Oh, well, well, look at how you turned out. I'm not sure. <laughs> Lincoln Fela uh, was a... a you you were a hot ticket in Vermont last week. We we're at the Spanked Puppy in Colchester, Vermont. I know. Doesn't that, that sounds not... like a strip club? <laughs> and not one for girls either. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a straight strip club. It does. It sounds like a Pride Month strip club, right? But they had great food. You makes would love... sense why you were there. <laughs> Anchors the way, boys. Um, it was actually outrageous. They had really good food. You would have loved it. The poutine was outrageous. Uh, you know what poutine is, by the way? No. It's when we get brown gravy on the French fries at the diner here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The stuff mommy has for breakfast. Yeah. So there you go. So the food was actually outrageous. The people were great, but everybody, a lot of people thought you were going to be there. Um, and I had to explain to them that you're not allowed into most bars anymore. Yeah. Some of your past antics. No, but seriously, going into high school, be honest with our listeners. A lot of people have their kids listen to this, which is terrifying because I don't consider you a role model for anybody. Um, what is the – you're in eighth grade. Are kids in your grade – be honest. Are kids in your grade drinking and doing drugs yet? No. You have to promise the Fox Across America listeners this is very serious because we cover this fentanyl garbage all day on the radio. You cannot do drugs. It's not like the old days. No, no, but do you know that? You give me this talk every week. I do. I mean, it's the only good thing I do as a parent is I try to keep you off drugs. Everything else is terrible. The stuff you're watching on the Internet, the stuff you say, the fact that you're on the radio uh, as much as you are, probably not good for your development. Who knows? But the drug thing, no, you and you owe this to your friends, too. It's bad, dude. Like we were talking about this uh, the other day on Outnumbered. You know, what they're doing wrong is they keep saying, oh, people are overdosing on drugs. And when you hear overdosing, it sounds like they took too much. But the truth is, with the fentanyl that's out there, people are just taking a small amount and dying. You know, it's yeah. not overdosing. Overdosing is you partied for three days and killed yourself. Fentanyl poisoning is you tried drugs for the first time and dropped dead. You know, a lot of people be very upset about that. Like, I wouldn't personally, you know, makes my life easier. Things are a little yeah. cheaper. Yeah, I lose the tax write-off. But for the rest of the world, they'd be yeah. pretty bummed out. So defense wins championships, something you have not figured out in Madden yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I beat Lincoln a lot in Madden this week. He still has, I believe, more Super We tied the record, and I beat you four Super Bowls in a row when you had the Bills. Uh, yeah, right. So he's been a little hot in the Super Bowl itself, but in the tournament, I've been kind of dominant. You pulled a 90s Bills. <laughs> I went to, all right, so in our family football tournaments, I play with the Buffalo Bills. I'm like a New York loyalist, and I've made it to four straight Super Bowls. And lost each one of them. <laughs> it's not he was up. He was down the whole game, and then with six seconds left, he scores and goes for two and takes the lead. Yeah, yeah. Gives me the ball back with the Seahawks, and Russell Wilson just threw a Hail Mary, and we got it. It's a true story, and I was devastated. It was rough. We're talking to Lincoln Fayla, George from Queens. Uh, he's a little bit of a video game hustler. Um, you now, a lot of the audience don't know this. You learned to ride a bicycle from Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch that video? Yeah. Are people laughing at him at school? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough to defend. So he fell off his bike, he right? He was standing still for like four seconds. There's no, his feet were still on the pedals. He was standing still for four seconds. Yeah, like he forgot to take his feet out of the pedals. He glitched like a video game character. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so weird to see the president of the United States doesn't know that when he stops riding his bike... 
that you've got to put your feet on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so weird. And then they had the story last night where he was meeting with people and he has a cheat sheet that literally says, like, you say hello, you mm-hmm. sit down. You like, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Who would you rather have in charge, Joe or Kamala? Wow. Joe. You still think so? Because Kamala would make it, like, even worse than it is. But, like, it says a lot when a demented old man is better than someone being president. <laughs> you'd, ra- you'd rather have the guy who might bomb Canada by accident yeah. than the woman who would cackle when she told you she bombed Canada? Yeah. <laughs> My fellow Americans. <laughs> we just we just do your Kamala laugh. I can't do a good one. Oh, well, you know what he does to drive his mom crazy these days? Uh, we do This is what we do on the weekends in the Fela house. I mean, at least the stuff we can admit to on the air. But what we do a lot of in the weekends is we take the roof off the Bronco and we drive around. And he likes to give Jenny a hard time. He'll harass her. He'll poke her. What were you doing last week before you started doing the monkey? You were doing something really annoying. And, uh, and mo- yeah. <laughs> so Jenny's like, stop making that noise. And I was like, well, at least he's not doing the monkey thing. And what happened from there? <laughs> no, do the full monkey. I, I, I'm low on water. I can't. <laughs> Lincoln Fela. Uh, he does this. He does this obnoxious monkey. That's ve- it's actually so realistic. Like we can't take you to a zoo because you're going to spark an uprising. I'm going to one this weekend. Too. You are going. He's going to the zoo in Columbus, Ohio. So the link man uh, who's joining us for the final time of the eighth grade school year is off to Ohio with Jenny Fela. And then we are one week away. From Los Angeles, Cal. Are you pumped up? Yeah. Dude, it's going to be rad. So a lot of the audience doesn't know this, but I'm going to be hosting for Fox News the 4th of July. I'm going to be on the 5 uh, with Dana and Jesse Waters and Judge Janine and Jessica Tarloff. It's going to be outrageous. And then uh, that night, though, I'm hosting the live fireworks coverage, and we're going to be out at the Santa Monica Pier. Are you going to walk into the shot? Because this is the deal, okay? If we were doing this in New York, everyone in the building knows you. And I and you couldn't sneak into the shot. You're like, oh, it's this kid. But the field team, it's called the, the people who meet you with the cameras and the mics and everything in L.A., they know me, but they don't know who you are. So you could literally be in the whole shot if we wanted to do something creative. Yeah. Do you want to hijack the segment and do something weird? Yeah. You'd be one of those peer weirdos. Remember the last time we were on the pier, we met, like, time travelers and wizards and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> we, me and Lincoln were on the Santa Monica Pier. And, uh, you know, it's it's prominently featured in the video game Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So Lincoln likes the pier. And in Grand Theft Auto, whenever he gets, like, steals a helicopter, he flies to the pier. Whenever he steals a helicopter and lets me fly it, what does he do? Oh, I'll, t- I'll give you the wrong button and make you jump out. <laughs> so we'll be playing and I'll be like, oh, you got to hit L. Just hit the L button. And then my guy just jumps into the ocean and dies. <laughs> Come on, hit the L. That's just how white folks will do you. Yep, that's how he does me. So we're talking to Lincoln Fela, who is L.A. bound. He's high school bound. So are you pumped up to be a high school kid? Uh, well, we're moving like a hallway over it's not that big of a deal yeah like his middle school is connected to his high school but that did not stop the moms from treating this oh yeah women were crying i'm like ladies he's just changing lockers yeah the amount of photo montages we saw on facebook this week let's get a picture with anybody born from the months from october to february (laughs) (laughs) all right just the just the good the boys in front of the lockers 
All right, get in front. Get in front of the school. Get in front of the sign. <laughs> Yo, the amount of and the moms. Get in front of the bathroom sign. And I just want to acknowledge that the moms. Um, were way more overdressed than the kids who were actually graduating, right? Yeah. The moms were going to a prom, for real. It's in his, it, The graduation takes place in Lincoln's high school gym. Women tanned for this, hired personal trainers. Strong Island, man. Strong Island women don't mess around. Some of the kids are in shorts. I mean, you had your shirt tucked in, which is probably a first, but the moms were way bigger on it than the kids, right? It's because they care. So when you go to high school, I'm telling you, you're going to drink beer here and there. Really don't do drugs, man. I hate to double down on this, but you don't want to grow up to be Hunter Biden. Although that makes me president, which is kind of cool. True. <laughs> <laughs> what would, which kind of presidential kid would you be? Would you be a Hunter Biden that's like a racketeer making money off shady foreign governments doing drugs and knocking off strippers? Or would you kind of be like a Trump kid who's probably doing all of that, but nobody finds out? Trump kid. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln Phelan, man, congratulations on eighth grade. Give him hell in Ohio this week. Don't use any big words. It's, these are farm people. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. But the show is over. Uh, be a Republican. Be a Democrat. Just don't be a Jimmy Fallon. Oh, come on. Get him out of here. Get him out. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.